Hello and welcome to The Cute Life, episode 7. I'm Finley. And I'm Ollie. <laughs> Jumping in there. Yeah, if we can, <laughs> before you can do your usual. And joining me tonight is... <laughs> yeah, maybe we should just do that from now on, because everybody knows you're joining me. Also, you really, I've noticed like you really are running out of different ways to say it. Wow. Joining me tonight is Ollie, <laughs> with my co-host Ollie, <laughs> with my inferior Ollie, <laughs> with the man I hate Ollie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yes, I'm here with you. Yeah. Where are you? I'm here. Good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking for my notebook. Yeah, I didn't know what was wrong with you. Then. <laughs> Suddenly panicked. Have you seen a ghost? Uh, you wish. So, um, I have a confession to make, everybody. Um, we recorded the podcast um, on time, and then we um, <laughs> just realised that the microphone wasn't plugged in. Oh no, wait. No, that no, was no. the week before. <laughs> so, last week's episode was um, a disaster because we didn't plug in the microphone. And then this week's episode was a disaster because we recorded it. I was really happy with it, it was great. Um, and I went to edit it and I accidentally deleted it. So, wow. it yeah. couldn't get worse than that. It, I mean, then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Uh, I had this weird like, feeling like, <laughs> like we recorded another one. And then you got so angry with Tova that we had to delete it and start again. Oh, she's just so annoying. She's got this weird thing whenever we turn on the... Well, when we, whenever we sit down to record and try make this podcast, Tova goes into this weird like crying mode where she's suddenly desperate to go out, desperate to play with her toys, desperate to go in our lap. I feel it's like, literally like a little toddler that needs attention. Oh, it's so annoying. So I just lost my rag and, yeah, just had to start again. No, well, you're not, you're <laughs> so, not in the best mood. So basically, just, yeah, this week's not going great. <laughs> this week's not going great. Oh, yeah, this month, my life. No, this life isn't going well. But, you know, there's always the next one. <laughs> anyway, what have you done this week? Um, Talking of awful weeks. Um, awful weeks. What have I done this week? Um, not much really. I've just been working, preparing for the wedding, which is next week. So I've been doing a well, lot. Well, that'll be another awful week then. <laughs> doing a lot of wedding prep, making ribbon hanging things. I'm making like um, bunting by cutting up ribbon and tying it along string. Um, it was nice at the weekend. It was really hot. We went and lay in the park. Yeah, lay in the park and did it. Which Finn was did fun. bunting. Yeah. I spent a fortune on Amazon ordering things as Finn yeah. shouted them at me. <laughs> yeah. Get more ribbon. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying. I'm ordering as fast as I can. It's faster, faster. Make them deliver it tomorrow. <laughs> it's a bank holiday. Okay. Don't care. Get it done now. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I, I had my second part of my stag do. Stag do two. Stag do part two. Uh, on Friday night so I went back to West Sussex where my parents live where I went to school yeah and I did a sort of little camping night with me and a load of my mates it was nice because you used to do that a lot when we were younger didn't you haven't done it been doing it since we were like 15 yeah and don't have time to do it now we're all grown ups and have our own lives and our own jobs and things. I think also when you're like sixteen, there's sort of that necessity or like, ah, oh, we just want to go and like go somewhere we can drink beer and like 
be away from our parents. Yeah, exactly. And then it's a bit weird if we we all work in like London and things and we drive all the way to the countryside to go and have a beer in the woods. You love it though. I, I do love it. And I know they all love it as well. Yeah, it was so nice. it was really nice. And it was quite funny because when we were like 15 and we did it, you just sort of went with like 12 beers and you just 15. went in like... Do you mean 18 years old, Oliver, because that is the drinking age? No, because I'm from the UK. <laughs> We'll start drinking when we're 15. Uh, and then you sort of would go in, you know, at that age you'd sort of go into the woods, not 15. Okay. Maybe I was being a bit overzealous with my youth there. 17. 17, 18. That's when I used to hang out with you and go and do You go into the woods and you just like literally go into the woods wearing a t-shirt and trousers and you take six beers with you. <laughs> And then you'd be like, well, I'm going to stay the night here. Yeah, build a massive fire. And then you wake up in the morning, you're freezing cold and there's nothing to drink and you've got a hangover. Yeah. Uh, And now, as a man who's almost 30 and about to get married, we went and there was bottles of Evian. (laughs) Evian. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bananas, apples, selection of fruits. Uh, (laughs) Fruit salad. Yeah, a little fruit salad, a little fruit medley. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so it it was quite funny just like seeing that slight difference but you know still ignoring all of that we just drank loads and loads of beer all got really drunk lovely sat around a fire yeah talked about crap for ages and then um woke up in the morning it was really hot a bit too hot for our how we were all feeling yeah uh and then we cooked some sweet potatoes in the fire and then we uh all went home that sounds very nice. Came home, saw you. Yeah. You'd had the most traumatic night of your life. Well, it wasn't traumatic. as I didn't <laughs> sleep well. I never sleep well when you're not here. And then, um, yeah, so I watched like six episodes back to back of the National Portrait Artist of the Year, which is a great show. I bloody love it. I love it so much that I got so involved that I didn't realise that the sun was setting. Um, and... Our house is really annoying. Like upstairs, we have like we had to take the banister down. Firstly. Didn't have to. Well, it, I decided it didn't look good. Yeah, so we took it down. <laughs> which we should put it back looks, up. Looks better, but is a little dangerous in the pitch black because you can't. The light switch is like at the end of the corridor, so you have to walk through the pitch black to get to the light switch. I'm scared of the dark. I was home alone. So I was pretty scared. And so for a good 20 minutes, I was like, should I just sleep down here, like on the sofa? Because I was so scared about going upstairs. And Tova, she goes really on edge when one of us isn't home. Um, And I think because I was really tense, it made her tenser. So she was just like barking at anything, like any little creak or noise. She was like yipping, which was then making me more frightened. So yeah, I didn't have a great night's sleep that (laughs) night to be fair, but I did manage to get to the light switch in the end. I just, I took a deep breath and just like ran. What you need is one of those little like Victorian candle stick holders. I want one so bad. Can you buy me one please? And then... Maybe like long stripy pyjamas and sort of run around the house. Oh my God, I got some today. Did you get long stripy pyjamas? Yes. Well, there you I go. I got special ones for the wedding, for our wedding, so I can have new pyjamas when I wake up and feel special. So for our wedding, you bought the pyjamas of a Victorian schoolboy? Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not sexy at all. <laughs> they're cosy. Yeah, well. Is it, this is the cute life after all. Sure. It's it? not the sexy life. No. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. I don't want to hear that podcast. No. Um, 
Talking of which, do you want to hear my cute thing this week, Oliver? Yes. Well, Ollie's actually already heard this because yeah. I screamed and made us turn off the podcast because of Toby being annoying. But I'm so excited to hear it for the second time. Yeah, it is, it's so good that you can hear it a second time. What about third time? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went to the hairdressers this week to get my hair done for the wedding, which was so exciting because I haven't had my hair done in like six months because I've been so poor. So it really was a big treat um and while i was in the hairdressers they had this lovely magazine which i've never heard of before um which was literally like it was made for the cute life because it's just it's called the simple things and it's just basically about like just cute wholesome stuff that you can do so cooking and gardening and um little stories and crafts you can do um so like the what's it called the synopsis or whatever is that yeah no, that's i mean why not, not? Right, that's not the right word but whatever i think people will understand what the, you're trying to say is taking time to live well time uh time to yourself with a good magazine jobs and jaunts that take you outdoors flowers in the house and cake in the tin that's their mantra yeah isn't i mean and like throughout the whole magazine it was so lovely practically every page had an illustration on it by a different illustrator so they must have commissioned at least 10 different illustrators just for this one magazine which i think is really good because you don't really see that very often so um i definitely recommend it i think that was one of the things that when i was younger i really loved magazines yeah and i think that was one of the reasons i always liked them because even when you bought like i don't know like a playstation or nintendo magazine they'd always have illustrations in yeah and as a young budding artist who likes that kind of stuff, yeah, like it was, I always like looking at that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think that's one of the nice things with magazines. It's good that like magazines like this are still employing Going, lots of illustrators. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Um, I don't think it happens very often, so it's quite nice to actually come across one that still does it. Um, so they had in this magazine one of the sections was mis- miscellaneous things. So it's just like weird little facts so they had sort of they had sad animal facts uh one of which was um a koala jo- joey is no bigger than a jelly bean and then it lives in its mum's pouch which is next to its um well it's downstairs and the koala because it can't um process eucalyptus um the baby koala um it has to eat its mum's poo what <laughs> yeah that's not a cute fact. No, it's sad animal facts. The baby koala is the size of a jelly bean. It has to eat its mum's own shit. That's horrific. I know. And then you they had another. Said that on the podcast. Why? That's disgusting. <laughs> and then another one was that pigs can't look up. They can't. They have trouble. Can't look up. Yeah, they have trouble looking at the sky because of where their eyes are placed. So they don't really know what the weather's like. Not that I mean, pigs are really intelligent. So they probably are wondering what the weather's like. Yeah. To be fair. I felt sorry for them because they're all clever and they were like, oh, I just wish I could look up. But then aren't pigs' eyes in fairly similar places to dogs' eyes? Mm, I think they're more on the sides of their heads. Mm, and maybe, maybe they don't... I don't think they have the same sort of, like, neck articulation. <laughs> I don't really know. I'm not a, I'm not a pig biologist. Have so. you ever painted a pig? I would love to paint a pig. I haven't. I'd like to pig. paint... Paint I'd a like, micro pig. Uh, mm. I don't, is there such a thing as a micro pig? Because I feel like that's what celebrities bought. They got sold them, but they were just piglets and grew into massive pigs. I think 
I swear, I swear to God that they don't actually exist and they're just mini, they're just piglets. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about right now, but I did read an article where someone had had, someone had some Alsatian puppies and they had a disease or a genetic thing. Or basically <gasps> stayed puppy yeah. size. I can't remember what it's called. No, that is true. And so then these... Alsatian puppies were worth an absolute fortune. Yeah, because they just always look like puppies. Yeah. But surely they must have had health problems. Yeah, probably. But they were cute. <laughs> <laughs> they were cute, you know, and that's more important. Uh, so, I mean, I guess if it can happen to a dog, it can happen to a pig. Mm, yeah, well... It mix. must exist. It, guys, guys, if you've time. got a micro pig, write in. Pa- commission me to paint a portrait of your Yeah, don't write pig. it in. Yeah, just commission Just get painted. Me. Yeah. <laughs> or, if you've just got a baby pig. Also If you've been painted. missold a micro pig, get Finn to paint it quickly now before it gets huge. Yeah. It takes over your house. Yeah. And then, Great when you're idea. living literally in a pigsty, yeah. you can look back at Finn's painting and go, I was those were the days. Those were the days. I was an idiot. Back, <laughs> yeah. A blissful idiot, ignorant idiot with my. But then big pigs are pretty cute too. I, I would love a pig, but you have to have a pig like like we actually looked into getting a pig when I was younger because when I was younger we used to have sort of I wouldn't it wasn't a small holding or anything but we just had so many animals like we had like chickens we had bat bat battery chickens is it battery chickens or battery chickens rescue battery. rescue ones um we had. Um, two Were dogs. they back to chickens before you got them, or did you do that to them? <laughs> no, we rescued <laughs> they were, them. They were organic, free-range chickens. <laughs> and we, we, had, them in a cage. we had a, a duck called Fidget, who was a rescue... We rescued her from the side of the road when she was a duckling, and um, she used to follow my mum around the house like she was her mum. It was really sweet. And then she was lonely, so we got her another duck called Paddy, who was a big fat idiot and we all hated him. Sure. And then Fidget... We all met a duck we hate. (laughs) Yeah, he was just a bloody idiot. Like, Fidget was lovely and used to let pick her up and she used to, like, snuggle in your ponytail and she was just a divine angel. And then Paddy was also, like, this fucking fat idiot. What, he didn't want to be picked up and snuggled? No, he didn't. So Paddy was a duck (laughs) and you hated him for that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and then one day Fidget flew away because she was yeah, a wild duck she and, then we, she was free. and then we were all left with bloody just Paddy Paddy, Paddy the, the idiot. bloody idiot um, so you had a duck a chicken duck chicken hamsters I had tropical fish um, a dog a cat um, what else did we have we had mice but they we hated the mice because they ate each they um, ate each other yeah I think they were they were cannibals it was horrible a bit or, feral aren't they yeah they either ate each other or got these horrible massive tumours don't get mice they're horrible um, what unless you want mice oh we have rabbits as well I had one called honeysuckle who escaped one day and mated with a, a male rabbit in the wild and then we opened the hutch door one day and it was just full of baby rabbits it was the best day of my life <laughs> i can imagine and we had guinea pigs and our guinea pigs had babies too because um everyone knew that we had loads of animals and they had this yeah. one guinea local pig. freaks have small farm <laughs> yeah so everyone knew that we had animals and knew that we had guinea pigs and we had two girls and then there was this girl whose um friend had died so and guinea pigs can't live on their own because they get lonely so they gave us this what we thought was right, a the female. human died or the guinea pig died? No, the guinea pig died. Okay, right. So they gave us the the other guinea pig, the lonely guinea pig. Um, and yeah, it wasn't a girl, it was a boy. And she mated 
Oh. oh she mated with our girl guinea pig. And I believe it's they mated. Yeah, and then we had baby guinea pigs, which are so fucking cute because... They're tiny, aren't they? They're tiny. They're basically like a miniature guinea pig. Like... Um, because they're born with their eyes open and all their fur and they're just like a tiny... They, just ready for life. Yeah, ready for life. They fit in the palm of your hand. They are amazing. I love them so much. Um, yeah, so we had them. I think that was it. Oh, we had quails as well. Which produced the least useful eggs on earth. Yeah. Oh, well, that's very cute. Anyway, so uh, I can't remember I where cat. I was going with this. There was a reason why I was telling everybody this. Uh, and you were just ranting about animals. Mm, was I? I mean, we're talking about micro pigs. It doesn't really matter why we got here. Oh yeah, that was it. Oh, sorry. So, um, we wanted to get a pig. This, that's, that's <laughs> oh, wow. So we wanted to get... Thank God you remembered. I know, we wanted to get a pig, but we looked into it, and you have to have a pig licence and at least an acre of land, and there's lots of strict rules because of, obviously, um, foot and mouth. Mouth. Because I think they've got... Isn't it animals that have, um cleft feet that you have they have very strict rules about um how you keep them and that you've got to like have them like i don't know i think i so. mean i I know there are strict rules about having a pig but i don't know yeah so i just assumed it was just to stop like weirdos just making a tiny farm in there like backyard yeah, so we gave up on the pig idea but i mean one day maybe i'll get my own pig I'd like to rescue a pig from a sausage factory or something. Yeah. But then I couldn't just rescue one. I'd have to rescue them all. Well, you can get a chicken in our garden. Yeah, I would like a chicken. Like a there's quite a lot of cats there around. Oh, Do no. cats mess with oh, chickens? Oh, no, and there's foxes I can't deal with. Is there a, I've never seen a fox in our garden here. No, I haven't. We used to have a badger in our old flat who used to like come into our garden. Yeah, he dug a hole under the fence. Yeah, he was a little wanker. He used to dig a massive hole under the fence and we'd fill it in and then the next day... Yeah, and then Barry would just dig it up Yeah, again. I called him Barry. Barry the Badger. We had a hedgehog in our garden as well. What was he called? Harry? Mm, I didn't have a name for him because he was just... He was just a, a hedgehog. He, he was just passing through. Yeah, just a lone, lonesome traveller. Yeah, he was. Just passing through our garden. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I didn't actually say the cute thing. Yeah, I know, but you literally started talking about like badges that were just passing through your garden. So I feel like <laughs> I you're went in a off cute on a mode. tangent there. All right, give us a cute fact. Okay, so um, yeah, this magazine had um, a miscellaneous section where it's just like cute facts about things, um, and so they had one thing which I thought was really interesting was bingo lingo, which is. Um, so, you know, when they call out things, so they call out a number like two little ducks, quack, quack, number 22. So they had an explanation for why they call each of the things what they do. And one of them, number 56, was she worth it, refers to the cost, cost of the 1950s marriage licence, five shillings and sixpence. The obvious answer, every penny. I mean, so bloody specific. I mean, I feel like they were grasping at straws here. I just think it's just so strange. Like, does that mean that... Oh, this is another one. Number 49, PC, inspired by the BBC radio police sitcom PC 49 with the catchphrase, oh, my Sunday helmet. Well, that sounds a bit rude. It does. (laughs) So I'll just Google when was Bingo invented because I think that's a bit strange that... So wait, wait, the one about the Oh, yeah, so they had... Yeah, but and there's also number fifty three. Here comes Herbie, beep beep. Homage to Disney's um, car, Herbie, who had a fifty three on his bonnet. Like, 
Wikipedia says that bingo was invented in 1530. So what were they shouting out for number 53 in 1530? 1530? Yeah. No. Bingo? Yeah. I am shocked to my very I mean, it wasn't called bingo in 1530. What was it called then? It wasn't some old lady sitting in, like, peck and play shouting bingo. (laughs) Bingo. Whatever it was called. Uh, I don't that's know. In, that's incredible. Who knew that it was so old? Came from Italy, 16th century. Wow. Uh, it originated from the Italian lottery. That's amazing. Who uh, knew bingo was so interesting? No one that's ever played bingo would, but that's for sure. God. Aura. Um, no, but my, my actual cute... I mean, the magazine is pretty cute, but my cute thing this week um, is... They had a section on untranslatable words, so a word in a language that means, like, something that we don't have a, a word for. Yeah, I get it. Does that make sense? Um, so really, this yeah. one is Japanese, and it's koi no yo kan. I've said that about a billion times, and I still can't pronounce it. Um, it, it means the sense upon first meeting a person that the two of you are going to fall in love. Aww. Which I think is the loveliest thing ever. I wish... We had a word for that. It's just divine. Well, no time like the present. Yeah. I'm sure you can make up a word for it. Okay. I don't know if it would catch on. No, I don't think it would. Well, maybe I'll think about it this week and I'll come back with the next episode with a... You should try and think of something that we need... A, a sensation or feeling that we need a word for. That we don't have. Uh, a feeling when you want to make your dog go away. <laughs> That's just anger. Yeah. Um, no, but I'd be interested to be like, to see what um, the word is or like the translation is of like certain words in our language. Like, I don't know, like the heebie-jeebies or something. Like what the equivalent is in another language. Yeah, no, I yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Sort of, do they have an equivalent? Like, yeah. Is there someone in Japan doing a podcast now where they're reading out English terminology? Yeah. That'd be so interesting. Um, and they had another one, which isn't cute. I just think it's great. Um, Tivsmake, Tivsmake, uh, which is Norwegian. And it means to sneakily eat tiny bits of food when no one's looking, often during cooking. I mean, that's so good. And it's that's perfect. also, that's, it's so weird. Like, why don't we have a word for that? I know, because, because everyone does it. There's not a single person who doesn't have that feeling, right? No, it's just, I love it so much. Like... I just feel like everyone relates to that word. All right, I'm going to give you my word now. Okay. Uh, it's German. As a German speaker, obviously, this will come naturally to me. Oh, I can't remember. I've got a really good German accent. Have you? Okay, yeah. we'll read this out then. Because I can't. Oh, shit. Okay, that's That's quite a long one. Off you go. Uh, die Voldein... Oh. Come on. It's like... Die, die Voldein... Samkeit. All of our German listeners are like, wow. Die Walden, Walden, Keins, I can't do it. Wow. That's a big word. That's hard. Usually my German accent, my German teacher used to um, congratulate me. Die, Wald in Samkeit. Uh, That is the specific feeling of being alone in the woods. (gasps) Oh my God, creepy. We should make up a specific word. For being alone in the flat and not being able to go upstairs in case a case kills you. Alone in the house. Oh yeah, actually don't flats li- don't go upstairs, do they? No. <laughs> oh, I saw flats upstairs. Oh, we did. We we had a basement, so we had some stairs. 
Yeah, isn't that good? It's brilliant. I love it. I just would... I'd really like a book of all those words, all these things. I mean, it must exist. I might just go into Waterstones and see if they have one. Yeah. I find it so interesting. I just think it's interesting because when you... When you see these words that we don't have an equivalent word for, it's always a feeling or sensation that we do have. So it's interesting that, you know, we're still... We're all experiencing the same things, but some cultures have had yeah. to create yeah. a word or expression that um, explains it. Mm. Isn't that a thing that, like, uh, Inuit Eskimos have, like, 20 words for different kinds of snow? Yeah. I feel like that's... I, know, I think that's just, like... I think that might be bullshit. I think that might just be, like, a Coldplay album title or something. Yeah, probably. 20 <laughs> words for snow. Oh, my God, that does sound like a Coldplay album. Actually, wasn't, wasn't that a Kate Bush album? Maybe. Oh my god, I take back. I'm not slating you. Kate oh my Bush. god, you. <gasps> no, I would never slate you, Kate Bush. I Kate's love you. Kate's gonna come get you. No, she's a goddess. She jumps through the window. Out of the whitey. Um, shall we recommend some things? Because we've actually got some recommendations this week. Um, as I mean, me and Ollie have been doing so much DIY, 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 DIY uh, recently that we've just not listen to or watched any tv or watched any films um but we actually have some good things um that i think you'd enjoy um the first of which um well i've been watching the national portrait artist of the year um but i've also been watching the big celebrity painting challenge which is so again very wholesome and right which channel is that on bbc two okay maybe bbc one BBC Two. Be on iPlayer. It's on one yeah. of those channels. It's on BBC. It's so, just it's really heartwarming and lovely, and it really makes. So me... what do they do in that? Um, it's like ten celebrities, I think, or maybe seven. Um, and they just each week have a painting challenge or a drawing challenge. So a bit like Great British Bake Off. Yes, but, but with painting or with that art so they have like one episode will be on movement well that where they have to ta- tackle movement in a piece of art. oh i saw that one yeah yeah that or, was stupid i don't like doing i never liked doing movement at uni um or if you want to record something moving self, just film it self-portraits i mean it's interesting and i find it interesting i just don't tend to like art that that has kind of movement in it like I mean, they're you trying could, to you track. could have cut that sentence off halfway through and that would have applied to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I think it's... I think there was a lot of artists who, you know, when photography had been invented but film hadn't really been invented who were trying to represent move, movement through art. And I guess there are still artists who are doing that now, but it just... It always looks quite dated to me. It does look dated. I mean, it's obviously important to, like, learn the basics of drawing and painting, but I just find it, like, when you look at these, they just look, you're right, very dated, because it was a very, it was from a very certain time, um, and we have photography now, so yeah. it makes We've all got iPhones. Stop painting things, you losers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't mean... I, I don't mean that, but... No. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just great, and I love the tutors on it, and it just really makes me miss art college, and that's saying something, because I don't ever really miss art college, because it was so annoying. 
Um, Art College was annoying, but it also is lovely. Yeah. It's very nice to go and, like, just be able your to day is around. just you go and yeah. do some painting, have was, a nice time. Yeah, although I didn't do any painting on my course. No, I just really... I feel so jealous of... I really love Pascal Anson, who's one of the tutors on it, and I think he... Um, but he isn't an artist, though, I don't think. I think No, he is, but he is a tutor at the RCA. He is an artist. Oh, I thought he was like... I thought he taught, like... Design or something. Design or something, yeah. Well, I follow him on... I mean, a, not that, that I follow him on, an artist, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram, and he, is, he does post art that he does. Um, but he's just... A wonderful, I think he'd be a wonderful teacher, and I feel really jealous. He's just one of those very inspiring people who you sort of would just like to have a chat with because they. He's just so encouraging, and like, he has a certain. Some tutors, some people just have a very, like, what's the word? Like, nurturing mm. way and a, a good way of being critical of someone without, like, just destroying their spirits. They're just encouraging yeah. and amazing. I just think he's great. Anyway. Check that out. Check that out. It's great. Um, we've also been watching Ghosts on BBC One, which is so good, so funny. Me and Ollie were saying we haven't like actually laughed out loud at a comedy series in such a long time, and this one was just is so funny, isn't it? It is very good. Just be careful because there is also a BBC drama from 1995 called Ghosts. Oh, God. Avoid. Which has got very low scores on okay. IMDb. We're not recommending Looks that. Looks like dog shit. Okay. Don't watch that. We're not recommending that, everyone. Uh, yeah, so it's the lady from Fresh Meat, mm-hmm. who's very funny. Who Can't played, remember her name. played Oregon. Oh, I've got her name here. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte Ritchie. Yeah, she's very funny. She's brilliant. Uh, and then it's the people from Horrible Histories. Um, which may or may not be a children's TV programme I'm not sure I think it's a children's TV programme it is but it's one that adults enjoy suitable for adults yeah I think it's got slightly rude jokes there nice a bit like well not like The Simpsons but you know how like when you were little you were like like Spongebob Squarepants yeah where you're like oh when you're a kid it's just a funny cartoon but when you're an adult it's got all these rude jokes in it um, like, but yeah, like did anyone watch the episode of Spongebob where he watches porn it is so funny Finn stop talking about porn oh my god I've time. brought up porn again what's wrong with me just a big fan I'm just a big fan of porn um, no I think it's just so in the programme they inherit a house this young couple which a is stately got, home yeah which is like a big stately home they move to the stately home which is full of ghosts then she gets a bump on the head and then can see the ghosts and it's all about them living together. Yeah. So it's just like perfect for me and you because it's ghosts, which as we know, Finn is a big fan of. And it's not like I talk about them all the time. It's comedy, which everyone's a fan of. If you don't like comedy, you're just weird. Yeah. And it's house renovation, <laughs> which me and Finn love. So, you know, <laughs> it's everything. What more could you want? It's just... I mean, I know what Finn could want. Porn. But, <laughs> you know, it would be family friendly then. <laughs> Uh, it's just really easy to watch and just really entertaining and like we like I said it honestly makes us howl laughing it's very good I think it's just nice because I think you just want to watch like something that's easy to watch sometimes yeah like hard sometimes people try and make you watch like a fantasy fighting dragon program oh my that's been god going on for like nine Stop series it. I really and hate... it doesn't make any sense. Oh, Ollie, honestly. If our friends are listening to this, they're going to bloody wash their hands of you. I'll watch so, it. 
We're talking about Game of Thrones, if you haven't already guessed. Oh, I was talking about Breaking Bad. <laughs> no, me and Ollie, um, when we used to live with our um, friends in London, we used to be massive nerds and hold like Game of Thrones like watching parties where we'd all dress up. I think lots up. of people do that. I don't think we're massive nerds for that. Yeah, well, there are lots of people who are massive nerds, apparently. Um, and yeah. we'd have like banquets and... Yeah, we'll all just watch it and then just talk about it afterwards. But now we don't live together anymore, so we just, like, WhatsApp each other about it. Um, but, yeah, I have to, like, prod Ollie into watching it now, which is a bit I just can't remember what's going on. I mean, I can't either, but I still enjoy it. But don't you just spend the whole time just watching it and be like, who's that person? Why are they going here? No, but in a way, I quite enjoy it. Why is that man doing this? No, because this? something will happen and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that happened. And, I don't know, it's kind of like... I'm reliving all of the I enjoy it when we again. watch it, but I'm. If it was just me on my own. Well, it's I not okay. You're with me. me for life now, so you're going to have to enjoy Game of Thrones just for one more series anyway. Yeah. <laughs> then it's are. over. You have to pretend to like it for one more series, Ollie. Let's not talk about Game of Thrones because I was looking at the podcast list and there's about. 10 podcasts in the top 100 podcasts okay. that are literally Game of Thrones specific. It's, yeah, it's not our niche. Uh. I don't understand what this podcast can be about. They seem incredibly boring. But, you know, sure. Mm. Hey, they're more popular than this podcast. They can't... They must be less boring than this. Did I tell you that um, American people say niche differently to what, us? How do they say it? They say niche. Which I had no really? idea. Yeah, I had no idea. And I was listening to... Um, I was listening to an American podcast and they kept My saying it. No... I think it was creative pep talk because I th- he talks about niches quite a lot and sure. he kept saying it and I was like oh Andy you're such an intelligent guy like why are you saying niche wrong and then I was listening to another podcast and they said it like that as well and yeah just I think Americans just pronounce it differently and I had no idea so who's the idiot now you <laughs> me. again me again it's oh, always me I don't, yeah. why don't I learn that I'm just always the idiot um, anyway um, what else do we have to recommend? Oh, um, last days of summer. No, last days of August. <laughs> if I could get the title right. Yeah. Which is John Ronson's new podcast. And what's that about, Finn? It's about porn, everyone. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot, of course. Yeah, it of would course. be with you. Big fan. <laughs> um, so, uh, he did The Butterfly Effect, which we've talked about before it's a really great podcast if you haven't listened to it go and listen to it it's so good it's about the porn industry but sort of the lighter side of it and like the more supportive side of the porn industry and this one is a lot darker it's about a porn star who kills herself um and john ronson and his producer interview her husband well i think her husband contacted the them i'm not sure um but anyway so he goes on a mission to try and find out exactly why she did what she did um and it's very very good quite depressing as you can imagine but yeah it's very interesting and yeah completely different to the butterfly effect despite the fact it's kind of investigating a similar subject yeah i think what's good is it's not it's not really like an investigation he's not like trying to solve the crime it's more just sort of talking to everyone and sort of getting their opinions yeah i think he's very good he is very good i like his voice i love his voice he's got a very I like his angle on things yeah he's my inspiration for when i do my investigative 
journalism podcast <laughs> that I will be releasing shortly. I look forward to it, Oliver. Where I invest, investigate why Finley is so mean to Tova. <laughs> oh, I am today because she's Only joking. Me. You love Tova, I know. I love her. I love her dearly. Sure. Did you like that picture I sent you earlier? I don't know. Which one was it? The one of her on the windowsill. No, I didn't. <laughs> Finn sent me a photo of Tova sitting outside the window on the windowsill of our second floor window. Oh, obviously, it, she was safe. There's a ridge underneath it, so it's not like she could have... That's like, what they fall- always say. No, if she'd fallen off My that one... My wife couldn't possibly have fallen down the stairs. There was a ridge. <laughs> if, the, if she'd fallen off that one, it, there's like a ridge right underneath it, so she would be But fine. when you sent me the photo, I forgot what our house yeah. looked like. So and it, I was looks, just like, it looks really scary. Yeah, but it was terrifying. Yeah, no, she was fine. Did you put that on your Instagram? No, of course not. I didn't want those of people messaging me, accusing me of animal cruelty. <laughs> so you just announced it on the podcast that you linked to you. <laughs> God damn it! You're going to have to put the photo somewhere now because people are going to want to see this death-defying dog. It's not death-defying, though. It's safe. It's just an animal. I know, but it looks unsafe. It does look unsafe. Hence why I didn't put it on my Instagram. Yeah, well, too little, too late. Oh, um, talking of Instagram... I did want to say a massive, huge thank you to everyone for their reaction about my blog post. I did a... I talked about this last week, that I felt really down about Instagram recently because just my engagement's been way down and it's been affecting my sales massively and it's just been really emotionally draining, to be honest. Um, And so I talked a bit about it in the in the podcast and I decided to write a blog post about it because I just thought I just want to get this out of me I just I feel like it's good to share how you're feeling sometimes so I furiously typed this blog post out it's like literally the easiest thing to write in the you world smash the keyboard smash with your the fists. keyboard with my fists got it out of me literally the easiest thing to write ever because it's just been thoughts that have been buzzing around in my head for months and months and months um, and the reaction honestly blew me away. I had so many messages, um, some encouraging, which was lovely, and some people giving me advice, and some people sharing their stories and saying that they felt the same, which, I mean, it was great because I got a lot of interaction from that, and... Um, yeah, it made you feel a bit sad it that make, I, everyone else was feeling the same yeah, way. Yeah, it made me feel even more sad about it, really, because it just made me feel like this is obviously a serious problem that is affecting creative people. And, oh, yeah, it just makes me feel it's so sad. It's just sad because it sort of shows that there's this big, huge group of people who all, all they want to the do... Same. All they want to do is just get their art seen. Yeah. Like, I think as a group of people, you know, people who... Selling their art on websites like Etsy, Instagram, mm. through their own websites, all that kind of stuff. They're not like, I mean, this is quite a broad stroke, but not like the most competitive, aggressive business people. They're people who are doing something they really like and yeah. they just want to make other people happy and sell their things that they're producing. That make them happy. That make them happy and make the person that who buys them happy. And it's, you know, it's not like this horrible like business where you're trying to sell 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 crush your opponents or anything like that we're just trying to live our lives and And it's just so shitty that you're in this environment where we're just you're being suppressed because um whoever owns instagram is trying to make money out of you yeah it just sucks so hard and i wish there are so many of you it's so frustrating because there are so many 
there's so many of us feeling exactly the same. I just wish we could all band together and do something about it. And I don't know what that thing is. Maybe after the wedding, when I have more brain capacity, I'll be able to figure this out and I'll take you all bloody with me and we'll rise up and find some space, <laughs> some place for us. <laughs> I can't wait to look in the newspaper. It says, 30 artists from West Sussex kill... Mark, Kill. Mark Zuckerberg. Kill Instagram. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, Finley, you went too far <laughs> again. Too far again, Finley. <laughs> Guess it's just me and Tober in the house tonight. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to say a huge thank you. Like, I'll link um, the blog post in our show notes if you haven't read it. Um, because, yeah. It, give it a read. Give it a read. It meant a lot to me hearing from people. So, yeah. yeah. Um, was there anything else we wanted to recommend or was that it? I think that might have been it. I think that's it. Yeah. I've got nothing else to recommend. No. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to talk about that blog post. Um, oh, no, there was one thing I... W- one more thing I wanted to recommend. One last thing. Um, it's an album and this is going to make me sound really arty-farty and like I'm trying to sound oh, intelligent. unbearable already. <laughs> but... Is it the Venger Boys again? <laughs> again, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I'm going to say this, but I'm going to admit I was listening to, like, Rihanna today while I was working. Because mm. I've been trying to, like, think of old, like, classics to put on our dance playlist for, our party playlist for the wedding. So I've just been going through and, like, listening to I've been looking classics. at this playlist. There is not a song on there I like. Yes, there is. <laughs> Excuse me, I've put on... Um... One third of the songs, you read them out to me the other day and I've never even heard of them. Well, the pl- the playlist isn't just for you, Oliver. Like, if it was up to you, you'd just have, like, I don't know, dirty music. And nobody wants to dance to that. You kept playing on songs by Beyonce? Yeah, exactly. Beyonce. Who's that? My mum. My mum pronounces Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> she says Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, with, with an accent. With a French <laughs> accent for some weird reason. Ed, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah. No, she that. doesn't do that, but it's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Right, so what, what is your Ponzi album? Oh, uh, yeah, so my Ponzi album is uh, Recomposed by Max Richter. Richter, Richter. See, I'm not that Ponzi because I can't pronounce his surname. Richter. Um, and it's like him, He's does like classical music. He does a lot of scores for... Um, so, uh, for songs. Films? <laughs> for films. Um... What he films? I uh, can't think off the top of my head. He did the Black Mirror, a lot of Black Mirror. Um, Bandersnatch. Yes, I think he did do that. Yes. Um, he did a lot of the soundtracks for um, Black Mirror and uh, Carol, I believe. I might be wrong there. Um, but yeah, he has done this album and it's recompo- it's recomposing classic, uh, classical music. Oh, I think I may have heard of this. Um, in his own way. And it's just really relaxing and lovely. And it goes so well with the weather at the moment in spring. Because a lot of it is like birds cheeping. And alongside like really nice, cheerful. Um, yeah. Sounds quite classical. like Disney-esque in a way. Um, a little bit, yeah. A little bit like um, Snow White or something. I could see it in yeah. there. It's really just... it's put me in a really good mood and I've been kind of listening to it while I've been working and while mm. I've been writing and stuff and it's just really lovely to listen to and puts me in a good mood so I just thought I'd recommend it. Oh that's nice. Yeah. Um, so 
Should we sign off? Oh, um, we got another review, Ollie. Our second review. Yes. We're so popular. I know. Two whole people. <laughs> Two whole people. Thank you so to much. Listen. Oh, I love it. I love getting reviews. I still can't quite get my head around the fact that people actually listen to this. It's so weird because me and Ollie just like sit in our front room and record this in front of the fire with a beer and... It's just really weird that people are listening to it and it just makes me so happy Like when I hear from people. I think it's weird because I think we quantify doing this so much by saying like, oh, well, it's, we'll just record this just for us. Because mm. otherwise, what's the point in doing it? Like, mm. So then, yeah, you do forget that someone else might listen to it. Yeah. But it's, but so it's fun, fun that they do. It's so fun. I love it. I actually love it. Mm. it. Makes my heart full. Um anyway, so this is from someone who doesn't have a um it's like What's their username? Well, their user thing is SB and then a number. And so I suspect this might be Sophie Brabins, who's I mean, I'm sorry if this is not Sophie, please write in or message me and I'll give you a shout out next week. But I believe it's Sophie. Um, and she's a really amazing illustrator and she does lots of um, animals and um, she does a lot of um, florals and things inspired by nature in watercolour and they're just really lovely. She's very good at rabbits and um, she did this absolutely gorgeous collage of them all together in like a woodland scene um, and it's just magical. Um, so I'll link her Instagram in the show notes. So please go and check her out. So she said, um, cozy, cute and fun. Love the podcast, a mix of topics and relaxed and funny style makes it a great listen. It's like a tea break with friends and I can't wait for the next episode with a little smiley face. No, very cute. So cute. But if it isn't her, if it's Sonia Branning. Branning, Baxter. From EastEnders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sonia. Or Sexy Beast. Sexy Beast. Write in Sexy Beast and let me know. And I'll correct it. Yeah. But otherwise... Looking just, forward to hearing from you, Sexy Beast. But just go and... Even if it's not, just go and check out Sophie's work because she's great. Um, you should try and do that each week. Recommend to... Uh, that's a really good idea and then I'll link them in the show an notes. An Instagram artist. That's such a good idea. I'm going to do that. Okay. Because oh, I have lots of them. Well, there you go. You've done one without yeah. even noticing. And I did Rhiannon's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well. Um, okay. So I think that's it. I that's, think it. that's it. Um, so I don't. Are we going to do one a podcast next week? Possibly. Probably not. Possibly not because we're getting married next week, which is bloody crazy. So we're going to be super busy. Um, doing prep and going back home and yeah so we might do a mini episode maybe because I think it might be fun to yeah just see how we're feeling the day before or whatever um we could record one in the car driving to the <gasps> registry office oh my god wait no we're not going to be together for that though oh well I'll record it on my own <laughs> no well maybe we'll do like We'll work something out. Yeah, we'll work something out. Um, Or we could do it on the Saturday before the wedding. Yeah, I I don't think we've got much else on. (laughs) Yeah, why not? (laughs) Um, Anyway, so yeah, next time you hear us, we might be Mr and Mrs Place, which is quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to change my, um, like, business name, by the way, everyone. 
so don't worry you're not going to have to adjust to that yeah. um yeah i'm going to be mrs place in real life but i'm going to be finley elliott for all my work stuff because i'm really lazy and can't be bothered to change my logo and my business card and my handles so yeah. maybe one day i will but yeah. and no, also let's not rush these things let's be honest finn finn's still keeping your options open <laughs> i mean don't want to close that door the whole way behind you you know just you keeping know. my options open you're right if there's any hunky lads, DM you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so follow us on Instagram at Finley Elliot Portraits and at Ollie Place. Um, write in with your cute stories. We want to hear cute stories. Um, so the email address is thecutelifepodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, and that's it. Is send, that it? Yeah, just be like. Send us something interesting. Yeah, something. Send us anything. It doesn't really need to be cute. Just send us anything you might find, you think that we'll find interesting. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if there are any unsolved crimes and you need me and Finn to get to the bottom of them. Oh, we are all over that. I'd love to see you try and solve a crime. I'd be good at it. <laughs> okay. If I listen to enough true crime podcasts, I reckon I could solve any crime. All right, well, there you go. So uh, send Finn a link to the Zodiac murders and see her try and. Uh... Yeah. Solve that independently. Um, rate, rate and review. If you write a review, we'll read it out on the podcast. Um, and share this because it'd be great if more people could yeah. listen. And it's, Why not share it? It's really great that people have been sharing it and we've been reaching new people. So that's really lovely. And thank you so much to everyone who shared it. It's amazing. Love you guys. Um, yeah, so see you maybe after the wedding. Yeah. And then we'll fill... Or you can in. listen to the Place podcast. The Place podcast. Oh my God, the places. <laughs> we call it PP for short. <laughs> the PPs. <laughs> the PP cost. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>